0: Welcome to Money in the Air, the music podcast about neighboring rights, the royalties you earn from the public performance of your recordings and the business of music in general. Brought to you by IFR the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. I'm Andrew, co-founder and Chief Royalty Officer of Royalty. Hi, I'm Gina Deacon. I work for Absolute Rights Management, and I work with record labels and artists to ensure we claim the royalty
1: income due to them. I'm Stacey Haber, and I'm from Inside Baseball Music Publishing. Hi, I'm Tanya Oliveira. I work for Transparency Entertainment Group. I handle registrations and repertoires for performers and rights holders around the world. Hey, welcome back to Money in the Air, the neighboring rights podcast brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. Let's talk about the breakdown in license fees when public performance money is paid by the music user. So for instance, Pandora pays a dollar for public performance. How is that dollar split between the CMO and the PRO?
0: The exact breakdown between these two, and to back up even further, what we're talking about is, as Stacy mentioned, how much is going to the PRO versus CMO, but what we're really saying is how much is going to the music composition versus to the sound recording. There are specific rates and percentages of the overall revenue that these services or broadcasters have to pay out for performance rates. And so the breakdown between the two is likely somewhere between 60% of the royalty fees for public performance go to the PROs for the music composition, and about 40% is likely to go to the CMOs for the sound recording.
1: Okay, so that's nearly MFN, which is good, nearly equal. That's okay. And is it the same in the UK? Do you know?
0: We just also looked at some stats before this podcast on what PPL collected versus what PRS collected, which in the UK, it's centralized under one body. Essentially, you do the license with a broadcaster. And PPL is collected, the revenues for 2019 was £271 million versus PRS, was near a billion. That's almost three times as much going to PRS versus PPL. I do you wanna add some caveats here that the U.S. does not pay for terrestrial broadcast. We are the largest country in terms of revenue for public performance and for what we call here non-interactive digital performance. So because of the lack of reciprocity between the U.S. and the U.K., it's probably lowering PPL's revenue quite significantly in that respect. With all of that said, PRS versus PPL is still about 3 times higher in revenue.
1: And do we think that it's a possibility that people just aren't persistent enough or know enough to register with PPL, but PRS they sort of have down and it's easy? I
0: assume that's the case as well because as we've discussed before in this podcast you have to register your recording with PPL in order to be eligible for the blanket license.
1: Absolutely correct. PRS, PPL, and MCPS for the blanket license here. And also people still are only registering as performer. They're not registering as rights holder first, which means they don't get paid as performer. So there's no collection. So there are, or it goes in the black box. So yeah, that could make up for some of the difference. But even with both of those caveats that you just said, I still think that PRS is getting a bigger share.
0: with In terms I- of the percentage breakdowns, yes. maybe somewhere the- in the realm of 60-40 as well. I believe in Brazil, it's under a similar type of uh, licensing regime where 60% of the income for public performance is going to this music compositions, and 40% is going to the sound recordings.
1: Very interesting. Okay, that's great to know. Let's see if we can not get more people registering for neighboring rights and bringing that percentage up just by the sheer volume. So remember, if you have a question, it's info at uk. Become a member, get behind that paywall, and you can see all of the information that we have for you there. Thank you, Andrew. I'll see you next week.